Theo Walcott announces his retirement from football. Alex Runerson heads to Cardiff City while the first team plays a behind-doors match with Luton. Adidas announced the third kit for the season, and Arsenal women sign an exciting new defender. This is the news today on August 18th, 2023. Hello, and welcome to Arsenal Audible. This is the news segment, where I read all the daily updates as posted at arsblog.news. Today, we have four pieces from Andrew Allen and one from Tim Stillman. And I would highly encourage you, all of you, if you aren't already subscribed to Arsblog on Patreon, to head over there now. It's, I believe, five pounds, six US dollars, something like that, uh, per month, and is supporting incredible journalists, incredible work, uh, people who really invest their time and energy into the club uh, for years, I think close to two decades, uh, before even asking for the first penny uh, for it from any of their followers or subscribers. So, it, outstanding journalism, day in, day out, uh, media articles, uh, podcast, you name it. Um, well worth the five pounds, six dollars, whatever it may be per month. Uh, I'll put the link to it in the show notes, and let's dig into the news. Theo Walcott announces retirement from football by Andrew Allen, August 18th, 2023. Theo Walcott has confirmed his retirement from football at the age of 34. In total, he made 564 appearances for Southampton, Arsenal, and Everton, scoring 129 goals. He also netted eight times for England, for whom he played 47 times. The winger shot to prominence in 2005 as a 16-year-old when he became the first player to feature for Southampton and became the subject of national interest when Arsene Wenger signed him the following January and then persuaded Sven Goran Eriksson to take him to the 2006 World Cup, even though he'd not made his Arsenal debut. Unsurprisingly, Walcott didn't feature for England in Germany, but eyebrows were raised when he missed out on the 2010 tournament, especially as he'd scored a hat-trick against Croatia in qualifying. In the end, his only appearance at a major tournament was at Euro 2012, where England were knocked out by Italy on penalties in the quarterfinals. Walcott made his Arsenal debut on the opening day of the 2006-2007 season, coming off the bench to tee up a Gilberto Silva goal as the Gunners snatched a 1-1 draw in their first competitive game at Emirates Stadium. Six months later, he scored his first goal for the club in the League Cup final, breaking the deadlock against Chelsea, who regrettably recovered to win 2-1. Theo's strike was the first of 108 for the Gunners, a creditable total for a player who predominantly featured out wide, despite flirtations as a central striker. Blessed with searing pace, Walcott developed a knack for breaking through defensive lines and scoring Henri-esque curlers from the left, and low drives across the keeper from the right. There were plenty of chances missed along the way, which often frustrated supporters who were so keen to see him live up to his potential. To be fair, he also registered 80 assists, striking up very fruitful relationships with the likes of Robin Van Persie, Emmanuel Adebayor, and Olivier Giroud. In many respects, Theo was the perfect embodiment of Arsenal during his 12-year tenure. There were plenty of magic moments, like his performances against Barcelona, that run at Anfield, memorable hat-tricks against Newcastle and Reading, goals against Spurs, 
but not quite enough substance to live at the top consistently. Theo was injured when Arsenal ended a nine-year trophy drought by beating Hull City in the FA Cup final in 2014, but he did get to experience success at Wembley the following year when he opened the scoring in the final as the Gunners eased past Aston Villa 4-0. He was also an unused substitute in the 2017 final when Arsene Wenger's team beat Chelsea 2-1. Walcott left for Everton in January 2018 in a deal worth around £20 million and made 85 appearances for the Toffees across three seasons. He then closed things out with a second spell at Southampton for whom he scored his final professional goal against Arsenal. While it's hard to label that strike, which put the Saints 2-0 up as a killer blow to Arsenal's hopes, it didn't exactly help our cause. He said afterwards, My son's going to be really disappointed that I didn't celebrate, but I just couldn't. It was a very indifferent day for me today. I felt like I couldn't win. Once a gunner, always a gunner, as they say. No doubt the club will invite Theo back in the near future for the chance to renew acquaintances with the supporters. Speaking about his decision to retire, he told the Overlap podcast, It's scary because football's all I've known from the age of 16 or even younger. I want to try new things I never experienced as a kid. I missed out on a lot. I just feel like I want to experience life. Things usually revolve around football for me. We wish him all the best for the future. Confirmed. Runerson joins Cardiff City on loan. Arsenal have confirmed that Alex Runerson will spend the year on loan with championship side Cardiff City. The Iceland International, 28, heads out for a third loan move in quick succession, having previously spent time with OH Leuven in Belgium and Allianzspor in Turkey. Runarsson has six Arsenal appearances to his name since joining the club from Ligue 1 side Dijon in 2021. Upon signing for the Bluebirds, Alex said, I'm very happy to get the deal over the line. It took some time, but I'm pleased to be here. The club made contact with my agent and said that they wanted to sign me. I know it's a big club, and it sparked my interest right away. I'm really excited to play in front of the fans. Seeing the stadium, I can feel the atmosphere in the air, so I'm looking forward to playing in front of fans. When I signed for Arsenal, it was during COVID, so I didn't get to experience British football with the fans, and I'm excited to play in that atmosphere. Best of luck to Alex in Wales. Arsenal gear up for Palace Clash by beating Luton at Colney. Arsenal beat Luton Town 3-0 in a behind-closed-doors friendly at London Colney yesterday afternoon. Details are thin on the ground, but it's reported that the game was split into 30-minute thirds and that David Raya made his debut, Reese Nelson and Alexander Zinchenko featured, and most of the first-team squad got minutes. Mandro Trossard netted a brace and Bukayo Saka grabbed the other in what sounds like a convincing win. Luton don't play this weekend, having requested a postponement earlier in the summer so that they can bring Kenilworth Road up to the required standards for Premier League football. Rob Edwards' side opened the campaign with a 4-1 defeat to Brighton. Arsenal's second game of the season takes place on Monday against Crystal Palace, and Mikel Arteta has urged his players to be more clinical. Despite dominating for long periods of Saturday's 2-1 win over Nottingham Forest, the Gunners conceded late and faced nervy moments, ensuring they didn't drop points. When you play games of that type, it has to finish 3, 4, 5, said Arteta on Thursday. We didn't do it, and that's why in the Premier League, if you give something to the opponent, it's always going to be a nerving ending, unfortunately. He added, 
We can see the chance in the first half that was directly after a second ball they hooked, and they are through. Then they countered after a set play with both coming from a goal kick and the one coming from a corner, but after that, nothing else. When you dominate the game as much as we did the other day, and the situations that you have, the final pass is still not neat enough or good enough to finish the actions better. That's what we have to improve. Arsenal launched the 23-24 Adidas third shirt. Arsenal's new third kit for the 2023-24 season is now available to buy via the club and Adidas outlets. The green and blue colorway is inspired by the chain strip worn in the 1998 season, but also nods to the home strip worn in 1990-1992 thanks to the AFC motif on the ribbed Henley collar. Unlike the garish neon yellow and black away strip, this is a much more clean-cut and classy-looking affair that, in the words of the designers, is a nod to the archives with a classic Arsenal look. For the third year in a row, the designers have opted for a simple Canon badge. Like the logos of our kit supplier Adidas and lead sponsors Emirates and Visit Rwanda, it is an off-white color. The replica kit will set you back 80 pounds, while the authentic version is 110 pounds. Judging by the promo video, the club planned to wear the green and blue shirt for away matches in Europe. Arsenal women agree deal for Barcelona defender Lea Codina. Arsenal women have agreed a deal for Barcelona defender Lea Codina, with the player set to fly to London to finalize the deal after Sunday's World Cup final. Codina is set to start for Spain at center half where she will lock horns with Gunnar Summer signing Alessia Russo. Arsblog News broke the news exclusively earlier this week that Arsenal had a sustained interest and that a deal was likely. Our story was subsequently corroborated by Bundo Deportivo. Our understanding earlier this week was that a player was keen on the move and a deal was likely. As per Emma Sanders at the BBC, we understand Arsenal and Barcelona have now struck an agreement with formalities likely to be completed after the World Cup. Codina has been a starter for Spain at the World Cup in the absence of Mapi Leon, who stands in her path in the left centre-half role at Barcelona. Codina is right-footed. Arsenal are rebuilding the centre of their defence, with Leah Williamson injured for a good chunk of next season, and Rafael having departed for Orlando Pride. Arsenal have already added Swedish centre-half Amanda Illestet this summer. Our understanding is that Arsenal still want a right-back, with Laura Weinrother out for most of next season, with an ACL injury. This has been a reading by Arsenal Audible. Thank you for listening along.